0: Welcome to the Inclusive Workplace Insider. If you're a leader looking to build a corporate culture that's inclusive and profitable, you're at the right place. Let's get to the show. Today, we are going to be discussing some of the practices that you should be aware of when you are onboarding remote employees and the takeaways from today's discussion is going to help you to create just as awesome employee experience even if you are onboarding employees remotely. The first thing that you should be aware of when you are onboarding employees remotely is being aware of the gaps. And what I mean by this is the employee experience that you're going to have when someone is being onboarded in person where they are being given a map they have someone meet them in the lobby they have someone walking them around the office they're meeting someone, they're shaking hands and so forth that experience is gonna be a lot different when someone is being onboarded through digitally I mean yes, Zoom is great, Webex is great, Skype is great and all of that but It's all through the screen and you don't really get to build the report as quickly as you would in person because in person, you really get to meet them. You get to feel their vibe. You get to actually see the things that you might have missed when you were interacting with that person virtually. That element is going to translate when you are onboarding someone remotely. So whether that is not being able to meet other people as quickly as you would in person or they they get to go out for team lunch together whilst remotely they couldn't. You have to be aware of that gap. Also acknowledge that because someone is being onboarding remotely and then you haven't met them in person and they haven't really gotten used to the office culture as someone who got onboarded in person would there might be a little bit of discrepancy between the time it takes for them to feel that they are actually part of the team so be aware of that gap and the second practice to be aware of when you are onboarding an employee remotely is translate what works really well in your existing employee onboarding experience and translate that into remote environment. Now, I'm not saying let's fly everyone over, that might not exactly be feasible, but what I mean by this is to ask a question of what worked really well in your in-person environment and in onboarding that an employee typically experiences Maybe the new hires really loved the team lunch environment. Maybe they might have loved all of the new hires getting together in one room and then doing icebreakers. Maybe they might have really loved how they got the stationeries on the first day. Maybe they might have really loved the office pet. You never know, but the point being, be mindful of what worked really well in the in-person environment and then think of the ways as to how can we translate the essence of that in the new environment rather than figuring out how can we completely replicate that. Remote environment and in-person environment is still quite different environments and because they're different environments, what worked on one environment might not necessarily translate very well into the other environments. That's why I say, look at the essence how you can translate that into a remote environment will have that new higher meet and greet session and then maybe if depending on the technology that you're using you maybe you might be able to do a breakout room so you can still replicate the concept of it it's just that you have to be very creative as a, to the tool that you're using in order to facilitate that process What about meeting everyone in the office for the first time? Maybe a good thing to be doing is that when there is a weekly team meeting or monthly team meeting, you bring that new hire and then you'd set aside about five minutes or so for new hire to just meet everyone. Everyone in the conference call introduces themselves to the new hire, new hire does the same thing. So you're still translating that essence but you're just being very creative as to how that is being executed and if you are feeling a little bit stuck just ask around and see how do you see us applying this concept and applying this into the environment that we are in right now and I think you're going to be very surprised by the ideas that come up when you do that. The other practice that you should be aware of is communicating often. This is something that you might have heard over and over and over again. But really, you have to communicate often. I would almost say you have to be over communicating in a sense. When you are communicating in person, there is the feeling that you get from a person, the gut feeling. Yeah, I think this person's not very happy right now. Or I think this person is just very monotone. You can pick up on that very quickly in in-person environment. However, in remote environment, all the sensory layers are completely cut out unless it's hearing and visuals. And as well, most of the communication experience is really dialed down into screens and texts. That means that some things might get missed out, some nuances, some ways of delivery and so forth. It doesn't 100% get communicated as effectively as it should be so communicate often and particularly for your younger employees do be mindful of how they're used to communicating over screens and texts they are used to more communicating like emojis gifs memes which again gonna be a different discussion but give them on demand feedback and don't leave them in the dark and be aware that experience is just gonna be very different and just always check in with them but do it in a way where you're actually getting more open-ended responses from them rather than just a yes, no. So those are the best practices that I wanted to mention when you are onboarding someone remotely. Number one, be aware of the gap between in-person onboarding and remote onboarding. The second being translate what already works into a remote environment. Do not try to replicate it. Just focus on the essence of what works. And then the last thing being communicate often but do not get to a point where you're micromanaging that is that in terms of the best practices if you found value in this today's discussion please share with your team members or any other peers that could use this particular information we will chat next time bye-bye thank you for tuning into this episode of inclusive workplace insider check out the show notes for additional resources and links And if you'd like to see how these ideas can be applied in your organization, head over to inclusiveworkplaceinsider.com slash idea. See you next time.